Okay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 59 of the 580 show. We are back for another week. Thank you all for joining us. What's up, boys? All right. So where do we want to start at this week? You guys want to start with clash stuff? You want to start? Actually, why don't we get yeah, why don't we get Dante O'Reilly's review of the Strongman Corporation changes, um, interview with Dion, whatever. Because you guys are going to be competing in Strongman Corporation too, so it'd be good to gather some interest from other uh, competitors as well. So, I, mean, I, thought, I thought interview was good overall. I think she said a lot of things that we already knew, but a lot of things that a lot of people were confused on that it was good to get straightened out for the general uh, population of competitors for Strongman Corp. So I thought it was great. Clear lost, cleared a lot of things up. Yeah, I mean, I like I liked how it was like ended up being like direct. Like, if you look at the time of the interview that it took us, it was like 35, 36 minutes, something like that. And one good piece of feedback I got from everyone was that just it was kind of like just get your answers, get clarification. So it was really good. I think us being kind of closer to the source, we kind of take stuff for granted. We already kind of knew regionals, you could qualify all that stuff. And I I think the issue is, and if you're listening, you're a strongman competitor. I think the issue is it's kind of turned into the telephone game. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a purchase, then the purchase fell through, and the previous purchasers had a bunch of big ideas that may or may not have happened. But and then you know, is it sticking around? And this is going to happen. So it just kind of been twisted a lot. And um, just to actually hear it from Dion was relieving last week, and I uh, appreciate everyone that reached out and, you know, said they enjoyed the episode and, and, uh, you know, got clarification from it. That was the whole purpose of it. So thank you guys so much for listening. Dante, what do you think? Well, now that I'm trying to get to the, well, now that I'm going to get to the two thirty ones, the heavyweight change really doesn't make a difference to me. So, but I really do like how, like Riley said, like not to reiterate, but you know, really clearing up the air coming from the source itself kind of putting everyone's oh this is going to happen but it's really not going to happen speculations out out the door so really just shut up a lot of the haters and stuff so i liked it it was really good informational yeah yeah i like um i just the thing i keep trying to tell people too is that literally like for almost a hundred percent of competitors nothing's going to change like like 95 yeah like i can't i really can't emphasize that enough and people at first were jumping the jumping the gun and saying that they're trying to make it more exclusive to get to nationals. When if, if you actually look at it, it's actually the opposite because everyone that's going to nationals already won a local show. So those people already still have the opportunity to go to nationals. All regionals does is open it up for people that came in second or third at a local show and now get an invite to regionals and can try to qualify for nationals. So I think I think if anything, it adds it's making it, you know, even easier and more opportunity. And add, yeah. Not, I don't know. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good way to put it Riley. I don't want to say necessarily easier, but it's adding more opportunity for people, for competitors to get to nationals. Um, the only real gripe I have, and I hope we can iron it out in the future um, is maybe with regionals, have it more regional. Um, yeah. This year, 
it's Pennsylvania with us, which that should stay around forever because that's we're going to be the best one. But and then there's North Carolina and Kentucky, and then there's only one on the West Coast. So maybe I I would like to see like a fifth regionals, maybe even a yeah. sixth, just to add it like you know a little more a, Midwest. Yeah, and even just have like a Southern. So have like Florida. Florida has a big, a pretty big strongman presence. I mean, it's huge. Right. Have like maybe like a Florida. And then like, uh, you know, like a Mid-Eastern one, kind of. And then up north where we're at, Midwest, and then one or two out west, I would like to see. But, you know, I, I get we're ironing out details and everything like that. So, but. And I think the initial reaction of when we talked about the changes, like around when the purchase was still going through, um, local, sectional, state, blah, 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 all that. Um and we talked about that on the podcast here. We said, like, it's going to depend on how the execution goes. And I think once we started looking at um, having to do five, six shows in a year, yeah. and I think that's where on paper it sounds great, right? But then when it starts to go, um, okay, like, let's let's figure out the logistics of making this happen. I just don't – I don't think it was going to work. And then, um, you know, now – so initially we talked about uh, nationals being exclusive, right? Because that was what the plan was. Now with the format that's going into place, it's not going to be, it really doesn't change at all. Um, right. you know, a little bit more opportunity to get to the Arnold, a little bit more opportunity to get to uh, nationals, but you know, it's not the chaotic mess that it was there for a while because nobody really knew what was happening. Yeah. I went and pulled numbers. Um, to compare strongman participation to CrossFit because I do think the CrossFit model is cool of like getting to the games and everything like that and how it's like really competitive, but we just strongman just doesn't have that participation level yet. Or like the, like the, the financial, you know, sponsors that CrossFit has. So I just don't think it's, you know, it, it's just, it's not ready yet to have a really big and strong tier system. Yeah, you know, and and the, the beginning stages of the CrossFit Open are free. Yeah, or yeah. or very affordable, like ten dollars, not not seventy five or a hundred or whatever for a, a local show. Right. I mean, if you look at it though, like one of the last things I'll say on it is, if you have to do five shows a year to get to nationals, it's gonna die out. It really is. Like, I don't know many people that can set in stone attend five shows that are going to be on a fixed date every year because after your local show you're not you're not going to get to pick when the states are when the sectional when you go to sectionals when you go to regionals then when you go to nat like you're you have like five dates a year that you would have to 100 not have anything else going on weddings you know, just life stuff you know and this is a this is a hobby so mm-hmm. That's all I'll say. I'm I'm so happy it's it's going back to this way. Yeah, yep. it's nice to have it all cleared up for mm-hmm. sure. But thank you guys all for the support last week. Appreciate everyone tuning in, all the kind messages we got to our Instagram, uh, YouTube, everything like that. So uh thank you guys so much. Um moving on. Um we have the clash on the coast qualifiers are going on right now. There's three women's classes, two men's classes, 80 kilo, 90 kilo for men. Um, I'm partaking in it. So it's been exciting stuff. We had event one 
Last week was a three rep max log. And then this week was a five rep max actual deadlift. Um, and this week they got a lot more strict with the rolls and everything like that. So I think they're kind of learning as they go, uh, you know, anytime it's an online submission based system, it's going to be, there's going to be some, some kinks and everything like that, but I think they're doing a good job. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a fun time. It'll be cool. Like at the end of, at the end of the three events to see where I'm ranked in the world for 80 kilo, you know, you'll have a pretty good idea. So yeah, we're learning, we're learning a little bit too, right? We kind of learned a little bit yesterday whenever we were, um, Oh, not, not necessarily doing like the weigh-ins, but uh, I think it's important to weigh your weights before you use them and not after, and then get a nice little surprise that your weights are a little bit light. Um, you know, because I think most manufacturers, unless it's a calibrated plate, have uh, they have some kind of stipulation in their product that says it needs to be within 5% or 10%. Yeah, like a variance. And we found that, you know, some of our plates were a little bit lighter than we expected, which that happens. That's not a huge deal, but um, I think it's just important to make sure you weigh before so that you're actually taking the attempt that you want and not what you think you're doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I did what I thought is my first attempt. I did what I thought was five forty-five for five. And then we weighed everything and it was only five thirty-seven. And I knew that that score was going to be pushed me back quite a bit so that and then I made a huge jump and missed it on my fifth rep and then had to make a middle jump it was just but it's all part of the game you know you gotta I know a lot of people that have told me they they've done two or three days of this I'm like god you know which is whatever if you can do it if you can handle it but um I the only thing I wish with an online submission based system is that there was some form of weighing in like you had to weigh in and had to, I'm not saying like, cause the weight clash on the coast, the online qualifies work. It's you get the event every Thursday at 4 PM and you have till Sunday to submit it. And so trying to, I, the reality is guys cut to make weight. Like that's just a reality, but I wish like for every event you would have to weigh a certain percentage of like, say you can only weigh 105% of your competing weight. Just to keep people honest, because like, I mean, some guys are, some guys are walking around big for this. I mean, big. So, yeah. But it's I think all it'd right. Be, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a little bit. I think it'd be a little realistic too. To not necessarily like you're saying, you don't have to be at the weight class weight. But I do think like within ten percent, that's like a normal cut. You know, maybe seven to ten percent yeah. is a normal cut. So like, I don't think that's out of the question, because you know, I mean not to be smart ass, but like I could do the 80 kilo weigh in right now, you know, yeah. I could submit, I could submit and just be like, well, I'll just make it whenever I get there. Obviously I wouldn't make it, but you know, I don't know. I don't know what kind of regulation there is in place to stop something like that. It's a pretty dramatic example, but right. you know, you it gets the point across. Yeah, no, hundred percent. That's kind of my point, but uh, yeah, we'll see what, where I'm at after week two and then week three, uh, the event isn't out yet, so we'll see. It's only a three-week qualifier, so yeah. Thursday we'll at four. See. Yeah. Um, some some stuff with our pod and people at our gym. So PA Dutch, we've got five gym members going out to PA Dutch. We're gonna have a supplement booth out there March twelfth. 
So Dante's competing, making his trying to make his debut at middleweight. Uh, Frank's uh, competing, trying to cut to lightweight. And then we have Julia, Jerry, and then uh, Gigi also, who joined the gym, is competing out there too. So we'll have five people. We'll have a supplement booth. We'll have a nice, strong 580 presence. So I'm excited. So Dante. Any... Will, I think. Oh, you, you sound horrible. Will. Will was signing up, he said. Did he sign up? He didn't sign up yet, but he's on the task too. Oh, nice. Cool. So we'll have six members. Yeah, another one. Yeah, awesome. But uh, yeah, so if you're going out there, we'll see you out there. Well, what date's that? March 12th? Yep. We'll uh, so February 26th in Jersey. I don't know how to say the name of that town for all. I don't know if you do, but it's like Rawway. Rawway. Is it Rawway? Yes. I'm going to Rawway on February 26th. I'm going to try to break the American deadlift record for my class. Hopefully bring it back to Beaver County, Pennsylvania, 580 barbell. Oh, yeah. uh, it's 660 right now. This is the last This is the last show to attempt to break it. So uh, I'm going to go for, I mean, we'll see what I try to pull. But um, yeah, I'm going to try to break it on February 26th. So that's exciting. Something to, something to prep for. Now, the top three from all regionals qualify for the American Deadlift Championships. Is that right? Mm -hmm. is, it, is it American Deadlift Championships at that point? I, I believe think. it would be. Yeah. Because the four so. regionals are in the States. So, yeah. And uh, it's on April 20th or something, 20th to 22nd on, in, at Hilton Head. On like, oh, it's like on ESPN, too. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, we will be at the Gladiator Games this Saturday, uh, supporting our friends at Aurelius CrossFit. They're having a competition. It's actually, I believe, it's sold out. Yeah, it is. They um, close. They close registration. Yeah, so they sold out the entire event. Um, <clears throat> uh, we'll we will have a supplement booth there. We'll have our nice our horsepower. I got a nice horsepower banner. Uh, it's gonna be making its debut behind our table. So. We'll see you guys there. If you're going to be at the Gladiator Games this Saturday, come out to Aurelius CrossFit and uh, come hang out with us. Buy some horsepower. What time does that start? 8 a.m. <clears throat> There's 30 teams total, and it's a doubles team. So they have 60 total competitors ready to go. Uh, I know they got, they've been working to get the gym ready to go. So, hey, man, let's rock. It'll be fun. Are we just doing Strongman Saturday afterwards? Yeah, yeah, might be a Strongman Sunday. We'll see. Depends how long it goes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that answer. Yeah, I'm gonna have my third final so class submission. Oh yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. Any? What else you guys got for this week? Anything else in the Strongman world? Kind of touched on it. I don't think I have a shout out. Shout out to our fan at Sheets. I ran into a fan at Sheets and he shouted us out. He enjoyed the podcast. So, whoever you are, doesn't know his name. Doesn't know. Doesn't you know. You big time. You didn't even get the person's name. Yeah. You were just worried about you. I was too starstruck. I don't, I don't know. I wasn't ready for it. You were starstruck by a fan coming up to you? Yeah. And first time that happened, I was like, oh, yeah. I am a 580 guy. Yeah. Thank you for the well, support. Remember us when you're in Hollywood. Yep. 
Hey, that's cool. People coming up, recognizing Pod. Thank you for listening. Thanks for the support. Um, one thing I'll say about horsepower. So, um, timeline for the new flavor, mixed berry, is about ten weeks, um, hopefully. And we are just under, or just about to be under fifty total uh, units left of horsepower uh, watermelon. Uh, the new flavors, the new shipment of watermelon is not going to be here for about six weeks. Um, so I'm not trying to play, you know, but if, uh, if you want horsepower, it's getting pretty low. So uh, watermelon, there's about 50 total tubs left. It'll probably sell out. There'll be, it'll sell out before our um, next shipment of watermelon gets here. So if you're listening, you want a tub of horsepower, just be sure not to wait and get a tub soon. Don't um, wait. I'm already on my second one. I might be on my third one if you wait too long. Speaking of waiting, speaking of waiting, everyone, I I don't want to, I don't want to dance on people's graves, but the amount of people that came to me asking for forgiveness about not signing up for Battle at the Bridge has been strange. I said, hey, how many times, probably how many times we run this podcast? We said, don't wait to sign up. It's going to be an awesome, huge show. Going to be an awesome, huge show. And uh, wait list is it like 15 or 20 already it is what it is yeah hope people drop that's all you can do yeah Don't I, wait. we tried i yeah we're good guys we try to warn you all just hey don't be a fan later i guess <laughs> we'll see you in 2023 yeah sorry see you <laughs> see come out and support we'll see you in 2023 competing thank you guys <laughs> Uh, I mean, honestly, though, like I, I put the wait list. I, I can't take more members. I cannot take more. I've, I can't, I literally cannot take more competitors. It's, it's, it's maxed out. You can't yeah, get any like, more than you got. So I think we seriously have 16 people on a wait list right now already. So if someone drops, just going to go in order. Um, <laughs> The wait list, we're, we're only taking open competitors. So if you're interested in, open, you know, the open class, um, you know, just reach out. I would highly recommend if you do want to still compete, I would send an email to 580barbellgmail.com or just shoot me a message and say, get yourself on the wait list now. Because strongman shows do tend to have a lot of dropouts. Um, so I would get, I would uh, hurry up and get get going on that. Um. But yeah, uh, we got some questions on the Instagram this week. Let me pull them up real quick. All right. Uh, what's your guys' favorite pizza toppings? If you go, you go, you're hungry, having a cheat meal. What's what's your what pizza you order? Don't oh, that's so hard. Steak, steak, ranch, and tater tots. That's the all right. Next, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm seriously not doing it. You've never, you've never ordered a pizza that has steak, ranch, and tater tots. Swear to God, the Yinzer pizza at Caliente. I mean, it's really good. To be fair, Dockside does have like a steak ranchero pizza, but I don't think there's tater tots on it. That's just so, so stupid. All right, go go ahead, Frolly. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I will say, I have had a barbecue pizza 
with kielbasa and peppers on it and that is money but if we're Even talking like it. no it was my it was amazing but if we're kielbasa? talking about yeah kielbasa and it, with peppers on it it's barbecue what? it's fire kielbasa Bossa or bossy whatever you're Same saying thing. it like you're six Kielbasa. is that how you say it yeah, a lot of people say it like a moron. A lot of people say Bro, is that? That's a normal thinking, thing. Oh, I'm thinking of sauerkraut. Wait, is yeah. sauerkraut no. kielbasa? The, what's the no. thing you eat? You can eat kielbasa saying. with sauerkraut. Is Correct. that the thing you eat on New Year's for good luck? Yeah. That's sauerkraut, yeah. Yeah, with kielbasa, right? Correct. Usually, yeah. Oh, okay, that's what Riley burped it's in my <laughs> Anywho. Right. <laughs> when I go in and I order a pizza and I'm like, okay, I really want a pizza that's like good. I'm getting sausage, bacon, and pepperoni. Meat lovers. That's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, can't go wrong there. Riley? That's what I'm getting. Riley's, let me just say real quick before Riley speaks. He's very, very, very specific about his pizza. Not really. Yeah, really. What do you mean? You know your pizza place by number. Pizza Joe's? You have since we, you have since we were 10. No free ads. And you you freaked out on me once because I ordered a circle pizza from there. Oh yeah, you had to get square pizza. You had to get yeah, square. Right? I agree. Well, well, yeah. from the Beaver Pizza Joe's. If you go to the Beaver Falls Pizza Joe's, you can get circle pizza. But anyway, so you are particular about your yeah, pizza. Yeah, he's very he's particular. But that's well, good. our, our friends. Our friends that owns owns the one in Beaver Falls. He, he yeah, makes he makes it one. different. He has he has his own little touch. But yeah, I like. I mean, pepper. You can't go wrong with pepperoni, but I like sausage and man and peppers a lot too. Yeah. Well, dude, what's the what's the con, what's the consensus on uh, pineapple on pizza? No. Honestly, I really haven't given it a fair shake yet. I could do it. I could. I'm everyone, not sure. Everyone, everyone talks bad about it, but no. I can do. I'm sure, I could do it. I could do some ham and pineapple. I mean, I could pizza. do a lot of shit, but I'm not gonna go do it. I could I, do it. I mean, I don't order it like when I go get pizza, but if it's there, I'll I'll have a slice. I think I think sausage and banana peppers is like slept on. It's so good. Yeah, that's that's really good. That's probably if I'm like, so if I'm at like a party and I'm bringing a pie to please mm-hmm. the crowd, I'm bringing sausage, banana peppers. Mm-hmm. That's my that's the pizza. It, that, that'll turn some heads. People, like, yeah, oh, it will. It's frisky. Brother, what did I, pepperoni. What was one of the ones I had at my house on um, New Year's Eve? It shut some people up. I don't remember. Mm. Shut some people up. Christ. Hold on, you guys keep talking. It probably, it probably wasn't that good if you uh, if we can't remember the name of it. Banana peppers on pizza <laughs> is very underrated. Oh though. yeah, I, yeah, I can do I can do pepperoni and banana peppers too. Banana peppers, that little sweet crunch, mm-hmm. and then it mixes with the savory of the cheese and the sauce. Oh yeah. oh yeah, people people go nuts for the veggie pizza from Pizza Joe's. I people, don't. People go. I people they go hammer. There's those people again with Josh. Dude, and they go people. nuts. I don't know who these people are, but the veggie pizza is it goes hammer from let me get let me get something. I'm not terrible. a veggie pizza guy. Hold on. Let me get something terrible for me and get the healthiest one they got. <laughs> That's a great idea. I I mean, but you know, Riley, get my back here that people do love that. I, I bought know. a I bought a large I one. know that if if I had the cho- choice of veggie or meat lovers, which one yeah. I'm running, I will run to the meat lovers. Yeah. I will sprint. You'll I don't waddle. run for a lot you'll of things. To the I don't run for a lot of things. But I'll sprint yeah, to that meatloaf pizza. But like Chode specific, our buddy Chode specifically goes out of his way to text me before parties to make sure I order veggie pizza. That's ridiculous. Pizza. 
I'm pretty sure it was choked. I'm, I'm probably making that's ridiculous. Probably. Let me Just go look at your narrative. It is. You got. It is. I just got confirmation from an unbiased source that it's chug. So, so is that your veggie pizza your favorite topic? Hell no. There you go. What the what hell's mean? wrong with you? Point All I said was, I said that it turns heads, Riley. Not mine. My mom I'll, loves it. It'll turn. It'll turn What's my head the other way. I said sausage, banana, pepper. Keep it simple, go. stupid. Way to copy me. I've been putting, I've been putting, is that what you said too? Yeah. All right, I'll put onion on it too, just to shut Riley up. Oh, I'll put, I'm not putting dude, tater tots on Another, another little variation of pizza. Have you ever got a flatbread pizza with, it's like it was barbecue sauce and chicken and onion? No thanks. Egg? No thanks. Flatbread pizza, bleh. Real good. For Riley, those are fire. Yeah. Most, fire. most overrated type of pizza in the history of pizza. I hope we have a dork from Chicago listening. The deep dish. dish Chicago, my God, dude. Just just eat a piece of lasagna. I don't understand it. <laughs> Good thing we're not a Chicago podcast because that would piss a lot of people off. Dude, nothing's better than going to like a blue-collar pizza place, getting the square cut that you can order by the slice, and just mm. mosh in like eight slices. Just a random eight. Yeah. Going back to the fat Josh days. Yeah. I mean, pizza's pretty easy to eat. Eight slices. Yeah, but they're like the little square cut ones. They're they're like thinner. Mm. Sure. All right, moving on. Um, do you eat gummy bears slash sour patch kids between so every every question is just like assuming that we're like fat. Uh-huh. Do you eat do you eat gummy bears slash sour patch kids between sets? No. No, we I do one. like at a competition. I will like I'll eat a handful of gummy bears just to get sugar, but like not at training. I drink a carb powder. Yeah, like not in training. I don't. We have one more on at our gym. Who does it? And his name's Furby. That and he doesn't. And he, he doesn't grip a deadlift bar either. So it's gum. Yeah. It's gummy worms, and he thinks he thinks it has the same effect as pre-workout eating gummy worms. So please, take, we'll, we'll let take, Furby be take, Furby. Take that how you will. Yeah. I mean, if you're listening to a guy named Furby, there you go. Uh, you don't need to do know, that. If you, know what a, if you remember what a Furby looks like, that's all you need to know. If you have adequate nutrition, you don't need to do that. Right. Another thing, the next, next question. This is outrageous. Next question. Mozzarella sticks versus mac and cheese bites. What are we, a food podcast? This is, we're I talking, like it, We're though. talking like sports. What do you mean? Like, Ask food me, like, deadlift versus hand in hand. This is strongman variation. This is strongman, not CrossFit. We can we can talk. Yeah, about food stuff. and strength sports hand in hand, man. All Come right, on. well, go ahead, Riley. Mozzarella sticks versus mac and cheese bites. I mean, over over a long period of time, I think I'd have to go mozzarella sticks. Just classic mozzarella sticks, but I mean, mac and cheese bites from Sheets are bomb. With, with some boom boom sauce. You guys are disgust. I'm just dis- I'm disgusted. If wow. you have to, if you made me pick. Man, that's tough. I love both of them. I want to clarify that. Big mozzarella guy, big mac and cheese bite guy. I'm going mac and cheese bites. Wow. I'm doing it. I love mac and cheese bites. They're so good. Mac bites more exotic. Yeah, like, I mean. Exotic? (laughs) It's like, like, oh, you can get mozzarella sticks wherever you want, but, like, every time you see mac and cheese bites, like, 
This is different. I want, I want to eat mac and cheese bites everywhere. Thank you know? What is nah. wrong with you guys? What do you mean? What's wrong you with you? You can get mozzarella sticks everywhere? No, he's saying you can get mozzarella sticks everywhere. You can't no, get you mac can't. and cheese. You can get them more frequently than you can get mac and cheese yeah, bites. That's, that's true. for sure. That's, that's, true. that's his point. That. Yeah, like if you go to like any like normal like run of the mill American restaurant, they got mozzarella sticks as an appetizer. Right. I would. I'm gonna say mozzarella sticks just because I, I. I don't know. I would. I'd run away from both of them. They both suck. No, they don't. They're great. You just don't enjoy life. It's no. Fried I just cheese. don't. What? It's it's disgusting. Fried mac. The listen. So let me good. tell you something. I the hair on the back of my neck stood up when Riley passionately just talked about sheets. There's not a good food item. It, it wasn't sheets. passionate. It just said it was good. You said, "Oh, the mac I didn't say cheese like bites from sheets with the boom boom sauce." I didn't even know what boom boom. I don't even know what that is. What a like. <laughs> the, let me tell you something. The you dumbest, don't know what boom boom sauce is? No. Are you in front I've of eaten it like I've eaten it cheats two or three times in my entire life they've all been with riley every single time <laughs> and i've never had that's a, a bad look food there that's the, a bad look can i tell you guys something i don't know if i want to hear it to be the honest. dumbest argument of all time in the history just think about the history of the world since mm-hmm. the beginning of the world right there's one argument on earth that there's will never be beat in the category of being stupid it's wawa versus sheets it's the dumbest it's cheats, Argument. right? It's dumb because it's sheets. There, it's gas station food. It's gas station food. There's no mm-hmm. different. They probably get their bread from the same place. They probably get their shitty meat from the same place. And they fry their they fry their food. Some dude getting paid twelve fifty an hour fries your food the exact same way. He doesn't care about you. He probably spit in your stupid mac and cheese bite. It's probably hair in it. Mm. Just adds a little extra flavor. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Sorry. As did a boom boom sauce. Hey, I'm I'm happy for you guys that you like <laughs> boom boom sauce and stuff. I just I take it back. I don't want to I don't want to insult anyone, but I just not a sheets or gas station food guy. I take 90, 10 ground beef all day. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Ah, I'm just cringing from Riley saying that boom boom sauce thing. It's good. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm genuinely happy for you. I don't, I don't know what you want me to say. I'm happy for you. Um, here's a good question to go out on. Um, and the other questions were good. I appreciate everyone's, everyone putting in. It gets good conversation. Um, what's the best way to learn technique um, for lifting? Others, YouTube, etc. Good question. Definitely um, in person, by far. YouTube I think- can help you get a good idea, but. In-person coaching is huge. I think so, too. I think um, if I had to rank, I think uh, the number one thing I would say is just having good, like a good training team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like if you ask me anything for like lifting, I'm I'm pretty simple. And I, I, uh, I repeat myself a lot because I'm pretty big on like three to five main things. And I think having a good training crew is like hands down the biggest one. Um, I know Frawley said it before, like his numbers since like training alone, then training with a crew now recent, like over the last year, I know like from, uh, having a bigger crew and a good crew at five, eight, now my numbers have been, so I think like 
just little stuff having like three to five guys like and girls always like looking at your lifts um and making small technical changes i think that's the number one way i think you're right riley um other stuff's really good though like watching youtube i watch youtube all the time there's things that like i have to watch youtube or i have to get a source that isn't in our house like we we didn't have an olympic lifting coach like when i was starting to learn the split so i had to get like out like talk to Kurt and Nick and watch YouTube videos and stuff like that. But yeah, I think in-person trumps everything. I think the biggest thing is you have to be curious. Like you have to want to learn. Like if you don't want to learn how to get better at the stuff, you're not going to. Cause like some of it is a little bit of trial and error, but like in, we've talked about it on here before. If, if the same per, if the same group of people are watching you lift over and over and over, then they just get kind of used to how you lift and like, it's not necessarily like a bad thing. It's just like, Oh, that's just how they do it. But like a new set of eyeballs might be able to pick out, uh, I don't know, lat tightness on a deadlift or hand positioning on a deadlift or, you know, just little stuff like that. So um, you kind of have to stay a little bit open-minded, but at the same point, like some of it, you have, it's trial and error and figuring out what you like and what, you know, what feels good. Like if, if, if you're working on your technique, you should know if you make a technical change, you should know pretty quickly whether or not the change is going to work for you. And I'm a firm believer in that because anytime I have made one and it actually like stuck it, like the first session I did it or the first few sessions I did it, it really like clicked. You know what I mean? Like it, it made a difference, a noticeable difference in the feel and the actual efficiency of the lift. So yeah, I mean, trial and error is good. Learning from YouTube is good. But, you know, getting cued on different things from people you're training with consistently can help, too. So. I think, like, one thing people always run into is, like, you kind of just hit on it right there is, like, um, that's the way I've always done it. Well, like, that's fine. Like, that's the way you've always done it. It doesn't mean it's right. Like, not to pick on Furby again, but, like, when he was – he's a really good squatter. And – uh, but – kept hammering them and hammering them like dude get both feet under the bar and then unrack it because when you start to get heavier like you squat in the sixes now like you know you should you should get you're gonna have issues with your hips and and walking out and stuff and like well it's the way i've always done it i'm like well it's not right i don't if you've always answered a question wrong it doesn't mean it's right you know what i mean so like just having people around you that it goes back to having people around you, but they need to keep you honest and mm-hmm. not get complacent with you too. So like, be yeah, honest. that's a good part. We're like, well, it doesn't matter how much you do or something. If you're doing something incorrectly, you'll get called out. And one person, the, the nice part about having a group of people around too is we've talked about it a little bit is they, when somebody cues you, somebody else may be able to cue you differently and it works and it sticks. So like the your your cue is only as good as its effectiveness. So like if I tell you keep your back tight and you're not keeping your back tight, then I need to tell you another way to try to get you to keep your back tight, right? Like it, it doesn't if you continue to tell somebody don't bend your knees, and they continue to bend their knees, well then you need a new cue, right? Because it's just not working. And somebody else may be able to provide that for you versus the same person over and over. So it's always good to have you know a little bit different perspective on things. Yeah. It goes back to like, keep honest people around you. Don't necessarily just like, you know, make sure your training partners are being honest with you. You know, that's, I think sometimes like with our crew, we're too honest 
We're like, you don't want a bunch. Of, you don't want a bunch of yes guys. Yeah, it's not yeah. going to get you anywhere. One hundred percent. And gals. Yeah. Um. What else you guys got this week? Anything else to talk about? Good questions. I don't think so. Yeah. Appreciate everyone sending in questions, listening to the podcast, sharing the podcast, everything like that. We appreciate it a lot, seriously. So, um, uh, if you guys are interested in our pre-workout horsepower, we currently have it out in watermelon. Um, you can go to 580barbell.com, hit the pre-workout drop-down arrow, and uh, you know get it shipped to you. Or uh, if you're if you're local, just shoot me a message, and you can get it picked up here locally. Um, if you guys could do us a big favor, head over to our YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much. If you're listening, uh, go to our YouTube channel, uh, 580 Barbell, and hit the subscribe button. Um, it'll help us out a lot. So uh, just trying to keep growing our YouTube. Um, anything else, you know, uh, we will have a merch drop hopefully in the next month for our spring logo and everything like that. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for the support and, uh, we will see you next week for episode 60. Thank you guys. Love you guys. Later.